Hello, everybody. Good to be back doing a recording for you. Um, Willie's here, in case you were wondering. He has a red ball, and he looks uh, looks like he's really anxious to hear what I have to say, although he doesn't need to hear any of it because he's already there. But so are we, and that's the point. So what I want to talk about is conviction. Because conviction means just this steadfast acceptance. It means that we're out of the debate with ourselves about who we are. It means that there still may be doubt that comes in, but there's conviction that overrides that doubt. You can always question the, the doubts that come in, and you'll see that they, they don't go very deep, after, actually. So, what I want to tell you is this is pretty remarkable, because many of you out there, I know, are tuning in to find out more about, and hoping to discover who you are. And what I want to tell you is that you already know who you are. You really do. You already know who you are. And, saying, and who is that? You are, we can call it different things. We can call it consciousness. You know that. We can call it oneness. You know that. Uh, I call it awakeness. You know that. Many people call it awareness. You know that. We can call it, we can call it God. We can call it Tao. We can call it Brahman. We can call it, we, we, we can call it Bob for that matter. It really doesn't make any difference what we call it. And there are technical differences in this teaching between awakeness and consciousness and all of that. But we're not going to go there just at this moment. Because it's the, it's, the, it's the initial discovery. It's the initial awakening that we're really after. And, and, I'm, and this also goes for all of you who have woken up, you know, had awakening experiences, but right now don't feel like you're awake. This applies to you too. So this is not like this is not the beginner's tape. This is this is the one for you. So the spiritual path is like an elevator dial, right? And it runs starts over here in skepticism and it runs through everlasting doubt until it comes over here and it hits conviction. And what you're looking at here is absolute conviction. I, just, I know what I am. I never think about it. I, 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 don't, I wouldn't know how to think about it. That's the truth. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to confuse myself with a Fred. It doesn't mean that, that Fred Ness can't be pulled into the dream as some kind of spontaneous conditioning reacts to some circumstance out here in the world. That certainly not, not only can happen, but does happen. That doesn't change anything. I don't believe that stuff when it arises. Um, Nizagadanta talked about stuff that arose for him, but it was seen through very, very quickly. My guess is he saw through it a good deal quicker than I do, because I've, he and I are talking about the same thing, and we both speak with the same essential authority, but I do bow to Maharaj in terms of uh, the degree of clarity, because awakeness is on or off. And it, it or really awakeness is always on. The sense of awakeness is on or off. And but the but that conviction is all a matter 
I said conviction. I should say clarity is all a matter of degree. There are endless gradations within the clarity as to what we're seeing. And it's not like one, two, three, four, seven levels to heaven. It's nothing like that. That doesn't mean that those things haven't been used in the past skillfully as a means to to teach, as a means to make a point. There's a lot of stuff that's been used in the past very skillfully and to, to help uh, neophytes and, and, and then, the, and then even more advanced seekers come to see things better and better. There are all these provisional teachings. What I'm telling you is that this is 2018. <laughs> I'm going to make no attempt here to do it like they did 6,000 years ago. Everything else has changed in 6,000 years. <clears throat> Which is goes back to the early Hindus, for those of you who think I might be hooked up with some kind of strange uh, 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 fundamentalist Christian philosophy. That's not what the 6,000 years I'm talking about. I'm talking about 6,000 years back to early Indian civilization. <laughs> the men in the forest. That's what I'm talking about, early men in the forest. People who wrote, actually, who actually... Get, went through all of the stuff that was later written thousands of years later and into the Upanishads and, and all of that. And the Bhagavad Gita, the Tao Te Ching, the, um, the Ashtavakra Gita, which if you're not familiar with, get familiar with. It's an excellent, excellent book. I have several different translations of it sitting on my living room table at the moment. So... The, someone told me, and I, and I trust this person as a good authority, so I'm just going to say it, which is that Ramana Maharshi said that the last thing to go is doubt. Now, he was a hell of an authority. He's another one like Maharaj. <laughs> that I just think I'll stay off of that pedestal, right? You know, I mean, the, the, and I'm talking about the awakeness here. I'm not talking about Fred. There's no Fred. I'm talking about the awakeness that's here. It just rec it recognizes its own light. And it knows that it couldn't be any brighter. But it also recognizes that that doesn't mean it can't be seen more brightly through vehicles where there is less conditioning than there is here, where there's less, there's less fredness here. I mean, I think there's a good deal less Maharaj and a good deal less Ramana, then there is fredness here. How do you know? I mean, it just you can just you can look at it, you can hear it, you can feel it. Doesn't mean that they were right and this is wrong because both of them have have cultural things worked into their teachings, and neither of them is a hundred percent on point, and, and they just really are not. But they're really, really good, and 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 um, if we the the little differences that I would decry. Uh, really weigh nothing in, in, as opposed to the staggering genius of the awakeness that flowed through those two vehicles. So, doubt is, I don't believe who I am. See, you found out who you were in the first non-dual book you ever read. Uh, if it was a genuine, authentic, non-dual book, you found out right there 
who it was that you are. You found out that there is only you. That's pretty easy to find out. When there's nothing but you, it's pretty hard, I mean, pretty easy to come to discover that, hey, I'm looking for something. Oh, there's nothing for me to look for because I am what I'm looking for. And I cannot discover out there what I already am here, and there's nothing but here. So you are awakeness, you are awareness, you are God, Brahman, Tao, the energy, you're really the energy, you're not really the energy, the energy, you are the source of the energy is a better way to put it. There's not any, within the manifestation, everything, there's just energy. But you are prior to manifestation. And this is what you can't get. Well, you can't actually get oneness. <laughs> this is the reason we're not going to go too far into the prior thing today. And when I say you, you know who I'm talking to? I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to awakeness right now. I don't care who you are, where you are, or what you're doing. This is awakeness talking to awakeness right now. This is awakeness as it comes through this vehicle, this empty-headed carcass that is currently animated but will not remain so. Then this thing comes and goes. The source of it, the thing behind it, underneath it, above it any way you want to put it still it. it's not other, it, nothing's other than you <coughs> and within manifestation <coughs> pardon me within manifestation we call you oneness or we call you it or we call you God It's really an aspect of you. God, I see, I just can't stay away from that. I just, because I'm so, I, 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 the provisional teachings have been taken so far to heart that most teachers are teaching them as truth and not as provisional teachings. And that's the truth of it. But not so here. At any rate, what I want to tell you is you already know, you've known, most of you have known for years, many of you have known for decades, and some of you for many decades, who you are. And you were going around searching for who you are. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why? I mean, well, I, I, I understand that it's a game of some sort that you're playing. But my question is, you know, why? Continue this. This is, this, this, on Earth, in relativity, it's 2018. Right? This is not 4,000 B.C. We're not dealing with, you know, where the bicameral mind, where thought began to first arise and it, and, and it was taken as to be God and this and that and the other. You, it was, that was actually just, that was, that was, that was ego that began and, and we, can, we thought ego was God and we still do! <laughs> we used to follow this as if, it was, as if it was God's voice in the head and we still do it today. But we know better. These thought patterns, those, those thought patterns that arise, they're not you, they're not yours. You are awakeness, you are awake, you are 
you are you are awakeness. You have no capacity for sleep. The you are actually so so I'm speaking to your awakeness now and I'm suggesting come out of denial over there. That's what you hired me for, right? Is to help you come out of denial. That's why this teaching, it's your teaching, it's not my teaching. There's no one here to claim it. You left this teaching for yourself like an alarm clock in the dream or a jack barking in the dream. <laughs> and the why don't you listen to the alarm? This is the alarm. <laughs> Ring! Ring, ring, time to wake up. And boop, everybody comes out and says, oh, thank you very much. And then they hit the snooze button. That's pretty much what everybody does. I don't want to say everybody absolutely does that, but boy, a hell of a lot of them do. So you, believe it or not, you're not going to just believe this, but you know what I got to do? I have got to cut this damn phone off because it's driving me crazy. The, I know that there's an alarm. Actually, I know there's an alarm going to come on in just a minute because I'm going to be talking to Kenton in just a minute. We're going to try to do a, another video of another type. And damn, the flashlight still comes on. I didn't. There. Okay, I hope I'm rid of it, but I got a feeling it ain't cut off, so we'll see. Doubt. See, there's, there's there, uh, uh, Kathleen in, in uh, an article she wrote for Awakening Clarity Day now called uh, uh, There's That Alarm. The uh, called addiction and awareness. Uh, she she talks about uh, damn that alarm now made me skip. What was I thinking about with Kathleen? That this I better just come off of that and come back. Oh yeah, yes, what she said was exactly true, which is I have said it my, myself, and I will say it again, and I will echo her and applaud her which is that the intellectual aspect of things, of this teaching, of, and I mean, the, not only just mean Fred's not take on non-duality, as you would see it, I mean as the teaching as a whole, that the intellectual aspect of it is given too little heed. It really is. Because, you know, you intellectually, you know what you are. And then you come right back and you say, but I don't feel like I am. How about if I told you, you know, in our world, you're called a guy. And then you come back, and you're, let's assume you're not transsexual or anything, and you come back and you just say, and I don't feel like a guy. I don't feel like a guy. I don't feel like a girl. I don't feel like a human. So if someone is sitting there, standing there talking to you, and they're telling you, I don't feel like I'm a guy, and I don't feel like a human. I want to know, are they any less male? Are they any less human? I don't think so. See, but, and we, but this is just conviction. But hell, it's something that told, somebody told us. <laughs> you know, we think, oh, this is just the basic truth. Where'd you get that information? Somebody told you you were a guy, as opposed to a girl, both of whom are opposed to anything in between. Somebody told you that. Somebody told you you were a human being. Somebody told you that. And intellectually, you believed them.
and now what I'm telling your intellect is bullshit. <laughs> what? How much clearer can I be? See, what, what do I need to do to make you believe what you already know? Do you need an experience to believe what you already know? There is a certain intimacy with this knowledge that is vital, but there's no experience necessary. And that intimacy is available only through conviction. So how do you develop conviction if you don't have conviction? Shut the door. I have a friend of mine that I uh, that I, I meet regularly in San Francisco, a retired psychiatrist. And of, of, of everything I've ever told him, I think the thing that got to him most was when I said, well, you know, you're awakeness whether you feel like it or not. <laughs> and that got him. Right, right there, and he's never doubted it since. It was like, oh, see that that's like Maharaj. He listened to what the guru said. I'm not talking about Fred. I'm not. I'm talking about Sadguru. Sadguru. Talking about the infinite guru, the ultimate guru. That's what told him. That's what's telling you right now. It's the same exact thing. It really is. When I'm in session, whether no matter what kind of session it is, when I'm in session, I'm just encouraging mightily <laughs> a sense of intimacy with that which you already know. It's just you know, come to know it more intimately. It becomes a more trustworthy type of acceptance instead of, yeah, I know, I know, but. I mean, you are already oneness. How can I convince oneness that it's oneness when this is oneness talking to oneness? What can I do outside of oneness that would convince you that you are oneness? So if some little event occurs to, to some human being, you think that's going to make a difference to you? It's not. It's going to make a it's going to make a difference to the sense of localized attention that will come through that make believe human in a make believe world, right? We don't want to go so far as to say make believe at this point because it sounds dismissive, and I don't mean that in any sort of way. I just cannot stay away from that that other teaching, can I? I want to stay on one as hell. I used to could. Right, I was just listening to Beyond Recovery the other day, and I can and I can hear it in there. Right, it's just it's oneness, oneness, and it, there's a lot of great material in there, and there was a lot of clarity there then, but there wasn't this clarity there um, six years ago when I wrote that book. It wasn't. It just wasn't. I mean, I've had thousands and thousands of sessions since that time. One would hope that some little light would go off a few times, don't you think? I mean, it's just be ridiculous to assume it did not, would it not? See, this is the difference in, 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 in teaching to large groups and teaching 
usually one-on-one other than in these recordings and in and in sessions oh i betsy will shoot me if i don't you don't give a plug for the beyond recovery course that's starting april the first you need to go to awakeningclaritynow.com and boy i, I hate that, that, that that's going to be played out for years in the future but that's the way it is such is commerce and I know that I shouldn't be paid, and I know that there shouldn't be any commerce, but what I do notice is that had there not been any sort of commerce, I'd still be in my living room talking to my cats. Right? So don't tell me what should be or what shouldn't be, because I promise you, you do not know. And sometimes I will get quite arrogant emails or quite arrogant comments on YouTube that will not be okay. And somebody will say, and now, friend, it's not that. It's this. And I know. And that is just horseshit. If you know it, it's not so. Because I know who you are, and we ain't talking about exactly the same thing. Because there is, you have two states. You have conscious awakeness and you have unconscious awakeness. Those are two states that awakeness can find itself in, if you will. Conscious awakeness, unconscious awakeness. This is conscious awakeness talking to awakeness out there regardless of the state. And you cannot fail to hear me. I am not talking to that individual. I am talking to myself. There's, there's no one else for me to talk to. There is no individual. There's a sense of individual, there's a sense of localized attention, there's a sense of individuality, but you all know there's just oneness, so if there's just oneness and only oneness, who the hell has got the sense of individuality? How many things do you have to select from if there's a oneness and only oneness? So oneness has a sense of individuality. Oh, great! Does that make oneness a zillion individuals? No. <clears throat> Just oneness with a sense of this for Fredness and a sense of botness and a sense of carolness. Sense, 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 sense. You can take most of non-duality and, <clears throat> and you will find ultimately <clears throat> that the truth is to be found within or underneath this word. Or actually, you could find it in the damn dictionary. <laughs> You'd like to look that hard. S-E-N-C-S-E, S-E-N-S-E, sense. There's a sense of Fred, there's a sense of being, there's a sense of world, there's a sense of country. The biggest thing that you got right now, though, is you've got a sense of individuality, a false sense of individuality. I'm suggesting that you close the door on that, do whatever you can, just stop arguing. Come up with, I know what it feels like, and it's not true. Every time it comes to me, you, know, you really know. It feels like I am a whiteness. I mean, that I am Bob. That's what it feels like. It feels like I'm a Bob, but I'm not a Bob. I'm a whiteness, whether I feel like it or not. I am the animation which inhabits this body and which, in the animation itself, will, the animating presence will never die, or that which is behind it will never die, although the sense of being comes and goes, just like these bodies, because they come and go at the same time. You are oneness. You are awakeness. 
you're already awake. Awakeness. Because you can't be otherwise. You are awakeness, not anything other than How hard is that to grasp? It's not that hard, but we want to make it hard because if we make it hard, if we stay in denial, we don't have to wake up. And that's what we're really afraid of. Most of us. I was. I can remember one clear invitation that I turned down in my living room. I was so mad at myself. It was like, there it is. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And this was actually after I'd had a glimpse, but this was an invitation for much, much more prior to my 2006 awakening, and I walked away from it, turned away. Or it may have actually been greater clarity after the 2006 awakening. I don't know. I don't keep up with dates very well. I just remember these events. I'm really not good at remembering when they occurred or what it was that they occurred to, whether it was seeking Fred or... or post-awakening confused Fred or post-awakening clearing Fred or post-awakening not Fred, right? Can't know. Can't hammer all this down. It's just not black and white. What is black and white is that you are oneness right now, whether you feel like it or not. Regardless of what you feel like, you are oneness. You are awakeness right now. Right now. And you know what? what? I love you. I love myself and I love you if you want to hide. And I love you if you want to come out and play openly with me. Either way, I love you. Because I can't not. That's just the way on it. There's just a this, this conviction, along with conviction, just comes unconditional acceptance, which is not other than unconditional love. I don't like all of you. <laughs> Says Fred. But I do love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.